Growing up with a cane pulled in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. Good morning, America! You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. Right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. It's the Outdoor Zone podcast and radio show. Available to you. You can listen live Sunday morning 7 to 9 theoutdoorzone.com or you can listen 24 7 365 at all the podcast channels podcast platforms my name is tj graney i'll be your host today cody ryan is uh out uh he is fishing he is on a fishing uh tournament trail this is uh his buddy robert has a private lake and they have some Friends all get together once a year and oh, pish posh, and they fish and fight over who's going to be the kingpin on that lake or something. They got this big gaudy trophy anyway. So Cody Ryan won't be in the house. Beefsteak is in the house. Oh yeah, Road Rash is the ranch in that gets here early every week and gets the gate open, fires up the old potbelly stove. Adjust the screen door so we can get in and out and puts foil on the old wire coat hanger that gets this signal out to you, the regulators, the folks that listen to the show and share us with your friends. Thank you for being with us all these 20, 30 years we've been doing this. It's uh, it's an honor to ride with you uh, today, coming to you live uh, this morning from Austin, Texas, the weather is spectacular. Oh, man, we were out yesterday. We did a uh, KOZ Kids Outdoor Zone meeting event, I guess. Uh, we went down to uh, a ranch in San Marcos, and oh, man, was it nice. And did it, an it, overnight, you know, a roundup, what we call a roundup, round up the boys. Yep. And Well, I'll tell you what, <clears throat> one of the spectacular things is, 
You get boys working on something, even though it was turkey day, we taught them how to turkey. They even went hunting for turkey. You can believe they on go the killing property. for turkey or hunting, just hunting. No, well, they went killing, but nothing killed. You know, well, I mean, there's hunting and then there's killing. <laughs> well, we didn't have them in a box with the head popping up for killing. We actually were working on, it. and they got some calls. They got some callbacks. And, oh yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. really pretty cool. It was exciting. Oh man, it's the like hardest. I think it's the hardest hunting there is really altogether. Well, you got to really be on it. It's addicting, is what it is. <clears throat> it gets addicting because that whole calling back and forth, trying to get it to come in and get a turkey to come in. What I told them was that it was Thank like you, a, what they were describing it was like a video game. You know, you're trying to get to the next level. You're super intense, and and you got it. Okay, I did it. Gobble now. Do I do it longer? Do I do a little bit more? Do I? Bring them in. Do they call back? And uh, it just th- it gets really intense for them, just like a video game does. Yeah, for me, the uh, the trick has always been to not overcall. I'm I'm you a typical overcaller, yeah. and it it. But you get so excited. And you hear them getting close, you think, oh, my, I, I, I got to get them in just a little bit closer. We taught them up. We gave them all uh, mouth calls, and they oh got my to gosh. try that. You had to cut them a little bit so they fit the top of the roof of their yeah. mouth because they're a little bit smaller. And they got into that, and so suddenly it's like, and goblin, and uh, just, you know. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. <laughs> Take them home. And take them with you home and do that all day, all <laughs> night. Sure, make sure you show your family. And in, the, in the middle of the night, yeah, you go, what's that? That's a turkey in our, in, our, in our attic. Oh, my gosh, Mom. But the hit of the day, uh, well, you know, shotgun pattering and patter, pattering, pattering, pattern, patterning. Yes, that's always good. Show, you know, when you shoot. The difference between four shot and bird shot and i mean it was really cool yeah uh but for some reason i got this thing called a king cracker i guess that's not politically correct anymore we have to call it an american cracker wait american wood wood White splitter cracker? <laughs> uh, wood splitter and the concept is instead of putting a wedge on top of the log to split firewood and hitting it with a sledgehammer Right, because um, an axe can't go through that harder uh, oak, you know, tree branches and and trunks. So it is an upside down. It's a circle of cast iron, and in the middle of it is a wedge, you know, that's twelve inches wide, sticking straight up. So you put the piece of wood through the top. It hits and sticks to the little wedge that's down there. Then from the top you pound it with the sledgehammer. So you pound it on the on the the wood down. W- so you're not into, pounding the wedge into the wood. You're putting the wet wood into the wedge. Yeah, it's a it's amazing. Northern Tool uh, sells them. They're called King Cracker, and apparently, <laughs> um, I know I can't say it's like an American wood chopper or something, but the background on it was uh, some uh, some girl, a little girl, her dad chopped his foot off chopping wood and so she invented this and it went to market and all that it was re- it's really cool wow but with the boys it was so it so pounded and 
so now it's the KOZ feats of strength, you know, to, to get through some of this greener, non-seasoned wood, you know. It's just you take a 10-pound sledge. You saw the sledgehammer this morning. I showed you the head of it. Yeah, you had a piece of it. Yeah, the, the hickory uh, didn't, it got hit multiple times, you know, while they're getting their range. But slam, 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 slam through this one piece. Nobody could get it. Finally, finally, after hitting it so hard, Opened it up, and it's like, there's something sticking through there. There was a drill bit that somebody had broken off inside of. I guess they were drilling into the tree for a tree stand so or that something is, like that. So, um, and we pulled it out, and we went, oh, my gosh. You so, just broke through a, a drill bit. So um, that is what, um, in forestry circles, when the anti- folks try to go into a forestry oh, area they, they drive spikes into the trees to try and and a, a chainsaw blade those giant chainsaw uh-huh. blades will hit it and they'll break off and a lot of times they'll hurt the guys they'll cut the guys it's a terrorist tactic to break off to drive spikes and i'm sure that's not what happened on that one but pretty interesting that there would be a drill bit you know wonder what why somebody was drilling into that tree maybe to put a foot peg in or yeah something like that but but they chunked through it to put a, put a nice little nick in my in the blade but you know we could just take a angle grinder and we can grind that yeah, back out again fix that. Yeah, so everything the, can be fixed so right. the weather's perfect it's 45 right now in smithville texas uh of course i'm looking in smithville texas estes park is 43 uh austin is 50 right now lynchburg is 57 so so, it's pretty mild across the country beautiful and it's going to be uh you know in the 70s this week but before we get too far can i just shout out to the boys that are staying down there i came back and uh but koz boys are are camping out underneath a canopy of giant green oaks yeah, the only leaves weird, are out. Beautiful leaves time are out. to be camping. It was beautiful. The only thing is, have you ever seen those little worms that come down the Oh, moth, they're miserable right moth now. Moth worms? Yeah, they're miserable I don't know if it's because right of now. the freeze or something, but they're like little Nazi paratroopers that just there's, constantly, you go, ow, wait, what's on my neck? What's in my yeah, hair? What's in everybody's asking about that right now. Or, I think they like, turn are into the birds not eating them up? or Because you, you'd think, hey... There should be birds everywhere. I, apparently, the turkey like them. That's what I've heard. I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't ask them. You well, know, there's plenty out there for them to be <laughs> eaten on. You'd think every little chichi bird in this country would be out munching on just those dive beads. bombing because they're just hanging there. You know, you yeah. you walk through them like a maze when you're walking through. But I just wanted to shout out to them. Those boys are incredible. The leaders that helped. Uh, staying overnight was a beautiful thing. The campfire out there. And those boys, one of them said, I didn't know, I didn't like chopping wood before, but now I can't stop doing it. They were building up stacks like you see on the okay, side boys, of the road. So the deal is <laughs> there's a little 10-acre chunk out in Smithville. You're going to camp out there next time, and there's going to be a wood chopping contest. <laughs> and Mr. TJ is going to pay you a prize for every pile that you chop up real pretty like well we wanted to thank you because i know you 
you feel like you downloaded from God, KOZ, and uh, and now there are kids all over, and you were even up in Illinois spreading the word about it, but it's a good thing. I wish I would have had it when I was a kid. My dad wasn't around, and uh, even if your dad is around, to get a dad and a father out into the great outdoors, other than a video game or you know playing Frisbee, there's nothing wrong with that. But man, when you see him chopping wood and you get the turkey calling and you see him get super interested in things that are good for them, right? That they they keep that forever. You know, we were talking. Uh, I was I was in the Quad Cities yesterday and um, speaking at a men's conference, and one of the things that we were talking about was how uh, you never forget when you're a boy, you never forget the fishing trips that you went on with your uncle, your dad, Mm -hmm. you know, the neighbor, your scout leader, whatever it is. You don't forget those trips. You don't forget the uh, camping trips, the fishing trips, the hunting trips, the adventures, the time you – you know, cut your hand with the pocket knife or, you know, slid down the mountain. And or doing hard things like baling hay or cutting fence lines or that's the thing when people start talking around the campfire. That's what they talk about. They don't talk about going and getting ice cream at the mall. Right. It's or like, the, man, we did 12 miles of this incredible fence and I had to do this and I had to do that. And it's a, Sorry, it's a badge of honor. Well, and, it, and it's... It's something that a boy's heart longs for, and and you'll get you'll get you'll get young guys. I had a, a guy yesterday who was saying that his son just likes video games and he doesn't like to go outside. And I said, you need to take him outside. It's a video game if you really well. Look at you, it. It, I, you need to take him. It it is not, it is real. The original. It is real, real and live he, he, video and, game. A, and a kid who says they don't want to go outside. They're going to tell you that because they're caught up in the addiction and the mental uh, constraints of the what they're doing with that, you know, video thing. Yeah, it is. It is a it is a chemical change, and they've and they have to be trained another way, and it can be difficult. And moms have a really tough time with it, and so that's why you're here, and your other. KOZ guys and scout leaders and trail life leaders and those guys, they're here to to retrain their brain. But a little secret, we enjoy it as much as they do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell them We're that, just though. like big boys that get to get out and really enjoy sitting around the campfire and shooting shotguns. And speaking of shooting shotguns, McBride's guns, if you're looking for a shotgun and you want to get one, for your youth, youth gun, youth model, youth size, you need to go to McBride's Guns where you can get one fitted. They have the guys there that can to help you find the right firearm for your your first rifle, your first shotgun. Uh, they can uh, help you find the right personal carry. If you're having problems with your firearms, they got a gunsmith on staff. They can help you with anything firearms. That's McBride's Guns. They've been in the same place for years, the corner of 30th, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 472-3532, or just go online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. 
All right, we'll take a break. Come back on the flip side. We've got Captain Gordon Taylor going to call in. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on on the coast. Uh, Rip snorting down there, a little bit of wind. That's about that time of year. We'll talk more. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Forestdale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my deer blind. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone number one outdoor radio show podcast right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network, available live on Sundays or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. All your podcast platforms. Share us with your share us with your friends. Maxwell's got the trucks, man. Maxwell's got the trucks. Your final chance for massive Ram Truck Month savings starts now. At the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, stocking more and saving you more on Rams than anyone else in Central Texas. Buy a 2021 Ram Limited with $12,000 off MSRP. And if that wasn't enough, we're still offering 0% financing for 84 or 72 months on new Rams. So don't let, don't wait to save big because your keys to the best deals are still happening right now during the final days of Ram Truck Month at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620-183 in Austin. See all the savings online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So uh, I'm TJ Graney, your host. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone podcast, their live radio broadcast. Uh, <laughs> hey, um Captain Gordon Taylor is our guide on the Texas coast and wanted to have him on this morning talk a little bit about what's going on on the coast, what the fishing looks like. And um, Captain Gordon, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Y'all doing all right? Yeah. How's your finger doing? Uh, oh, that's that's better. Yeah, I got yeah, just a silly little cut in the boat. I got sliced my finger open on a gill plate of a redfish but yeah, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't wouldn't stop bleeding i had blood all over the boat looked like i killed somebody in the boat but i just <laughs> bandaged it up and went on uh well that didn't look like a bandage that looked like electrical tape i think it was duct tape it was it was duct tape i, I need to be sponsored by that company i'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> duct tape and paper towels and just keep on going yep oh that's right that's right what a day we had god yeah. We met at the dock. We were socked in with fog. The wind was blowing, I think, out of every direction till it, that front finally blew in. Of course, we got out there, and it was dead calm. Couldn't catch a cold out there. And then finally, when that wind roared in, oh, my goodness, I'm glad I was sitting in the flats and not out <laughs> in the open bay. I bet you it gusted up to 30-plus there for the longest time. No kidding. So, so what were you uh... – we, are y'all throwing shrimp, live shrimp yet? Or is there any live bait available yeah, yet? That, yeah, that's what we're throwing right now. It's just mainly live shrimp, and some of the guys are throwing sea lice. But I, I just had live shrimp. I had uh, two women in the boat, really good fishermen. And I took out uh, Norma Benavides and their friend Annette from San Antonio, and 
oh, what troopers they were. And I'm like I said, I'm glad I was sitting in the flats. We were throwing shrimp under a popping cork. We started catching once that wind started blasting, we started catching some small reds at first. Then all of a sudden the school of small reds moved out and the big reds moved in along with the big drum. And those girls got their limited reds and got a nice drum and they had plenty of fish to take home, I tell you. Yeah, so how's everything? Uh, Parks and Wildlife is talking about all kinds of options and and regulations and temporary holds. and So where are we at with the whole uh, catch and release, catch and keep? How how are your customers doing? What what's going on down there? What do you what are your restrictions? Well, you and I were talking about this a while back about Parks and Wildlife implementing something, and they did because anywhere south of JFK on down got hit by the freeze harder than we did. The fish on our side was doing very well because they were able to get into deeper water. And so that's where the restrictions are, are at JFK over in Padre, all the way south, that they have a three fish limit for uh, their trout, and they can only keep trout between 16 and 19 inches. It's only a three-inch window for them. So, And then they can't keep a fish over 19 either. So that's their trout restrictions just to help that resource rebound. So now we're seeing a lot of the southern guides coming up here with some of their clients because they can catch more here for their clients. So that's how that's going so far. So what uh, I'm, I'm spacing off what the name of the area is where the monster trout were always caught in the shallow water south of you. Um, yeah, you're probably talking about Baffin. Baffin. Yeah, Baffin. What is Baffin in on that? Oh yeah, they they have the restrictions. Yeah, they have wow. the they have the restrictions because they the area over there. I think it was mainly the barges that affected the fish there. They were trying to get them to stop the boat traffic or the barge traffic coming through. Because uh, when they go through, they, they hurt the fish more than more than the freeze did because they were pushing that water and killing some of the fish, pushing them down into the mud that got into their gills and killed them, as well as pushing them from the deep into the shallow, which from the warmer water to the cold water killed them too. So they were they were part of that fish kill. So they're trying to implement something next time to stop the barge traffic altogether down South. And I hope they do that. I really do. That'll help the resource. Well, but you know, that that's a tough one too, though, because those guys are working, right? You know, they're, yeah, I understand. That's but, commerce. You know, yeah. And I get it, but you know, the freeze didn't last like COVID is, you know, come on. It, it was, just a few days or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah, and I and I guess if they for a few days, if they say that out loud up front, you know, hey, if the water temperature gets below this thing, we're going to do a temporary hold or something like that. I guess. Yeah, and I don't uh, see why they couldn't. Uh, uh, you know, for those companies that also get affected by that, I mean, why can't you come up with something for them and help them, like everybody with the stimulus checks and everything else? You know, just to help those companies. <laughs> For doing their part, you know what I mean. I that's the way I feel about it. If Amtrak so, can get eighty billion dollars for the trains, uh-huh. should get something for the yeah, fishermen, and right? it's not going to fix those trains. Uh, hey, the uh, 
So what does the spring look like? Is the fishing picking up or are they still doing babes on the bay and you know, are there still some of that stuff happening? Oh yes. There's been there's been a couple of tournaments that's been going on so far and uh all that's gonna happen and uh the fishing, fishing's been good, I'll tell you what. I mean it, you just gotta change your plan with the weather, like you were saying, boy, this time of year the weather could change on a dime and you just gotta change your tactics you just got to know what you're doing out there and where to go to target i mean i wanted to go out to the wells in corpus christi but corpus christi bay but i knew better than that i even told my girls i'm not going there because I, I know the trout would have been there but i didn't want to get caught out in that open bay with that 30 plus mile an hour winds gusting through there yeah that no and way. that's that's such an, an incredible spot but you're right you got to go across that bay all the way from the channel to the bay to the platforms and it's seasick wouldn't you uh, well you just uh, <laughs> you're yeah, fighting it that'll bust it's you up a little though. bit yeah once that north wind to get back to where i need to get back i got to go across that bay north and i did not want to face you know swells going over the bow of my boat no way so we've got baits available the fishing's good uh, the restrictions aren't going to keep you from having some fish to take home. And uh, and so, hey, let's go fishing. How do they get in touch with you, Captain Gordon? Uh, give me a call at 361-319-0099. So we love having Captain Gordon Taylor on the show with us because we get a daily, weekly report. This is from somebody who's on the water, who's living living the the restrictions and the and the natural elements and uh so gordon taylor thank you very much and uh keep us posted keep sending me information let us know what's going on down there we want to make sure that uh people aren't staying away when uh when the fishing's good and they come down there and they go fishing and keep asking continue to keep asking tj why he doesn't bring me down there why didn't yeah, he set up an outdoor zone day in a fish off? <laughs> hey, we need to do it, don't we? Let's mm-hmm. make it happen. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you very much, Captain Gordon Taylor. And uh, we got his stuff on fa- on the Outdoor Zone Facebook page. We'll get uh, beef. will put it back up there. And Oh, yeah. Uh, God bless you, Gordon Taylor. Hey, uh, archery country, don't, you don't stop uh shooting your bow now and and really right now is when archery country's planning getting in all the new gear all the new bows the archery trade show is coming up and they're going to have all the newest stuff and they've got all the new matthews and and uh and other bows in shop right now they're the only full-size range so go down there practice make sure if you've got some tweaks that you need to do on that bow maybe you're going to go bow hunting for turkey go down there and and practice up and get the right broadheads for that make sure you have your arrows uh, tuned up and they can help you with all that they're the only full-size archery shop they got all the gear targets arrows and accessories you need on site and available for professional installation every day archery country your 8121 Research Boulevard or AustinArcheryCountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry.com. All right, we'll come back with News of the Weird after this. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com.
American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But this is where we hang out with you on the number one podcast and outdoor radio show in Texas. Peace take care to tell you about Sun Automotive. Everybody at some point needs to have their vehicles repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Automotive. Sun Automotive is a family-owned and operated auto repair maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they they take pride in what they do and we want and we want them to be the place you bring your vehicles anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Go to sunautomotive.com or just go into the locations at 405 Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard, and now in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. All right. Uh, Regulators, so... um, Let's see. Oh, now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Okay, this this is something that's near and dear to my heart. Monkeys. Monkey talk by TJ. Police in Germany are seeking the public to keep watch for 20 or 25 monkeys that escaped from their zoo enclosure. This is like your dream come true, isn't it? Freeburg police said 20 to 25 Barbary Macar Macar monkeys escaped Thursday from the zoo in Lofingen and zookeepers were unsuccessful in their Initial attempts to recapture the primates. Police said construction work in progress at the zoo may have allowed the animals to escape, but the investigation is ongoing. Zookeepers told police the monkeys are not believed to pose a danger to humans and are more likely to flee than attempt to fight. Members of the public who spot the loose monkeys are being urged to keep a safe distance and contact police. But they have been seen (laughs) on the side of the road with signs saying, will work for bananas or whatever change you have the uh <laughs> so i don't know what if i was in that area and i saw a monkey i mean well, the last thing you want to do is call the cops really i mean what would you do i guess you i mean you eventually they're gonna want warden? eventually they're gonna have to eat so they're gonna they're gonna come to something so you just need to figure out some trapping. Well, they need money first, so they'd be on the panhandling. And that it's a joke. I was trying to really follow that whole monkey thing. It's not a joke in Austin. I'm sorry. 
We don't need to joke about that. <clears throat> There's so, plenty of monkeys <laughs> on the side of the road in Austin. Camping, too. And uh, not good camping, but so, bad camping. Uh, a 20-year-old guy. This, this is a 20-year-old guy stuffed inside the center console of a Ford F-150 truck, a baby spider monkey. See, you was rescued <laughs> from a suspected smuggler at the United States-Mexico border in Hidalgo, Texas. Now this tiny primate scheduled to travel from Dallas to Melbourne to bond with the new foster mother joining the Brevard Zoo's charismatic troop of spider monkeys in Vieta. He's most likely a victim of the exotic pet trade. That's always a really tough situation. He's not with family that he should have grown up with, said Darby Proctor, the Florida Institute of Technology assistant professor of psychology who researches spider monkeys. (laughs) You ought to have her on as a guest. You'd love that. So anyway, some guy's trying to smuggle in his pickup truck a little baby spider monkey and i don't know there's already spider monkeys here why are you trying to sneak one across? oh you and your south texas spider monkeys like that the abandoned spider monkeys living in the jungles south texas so you're like uh what was that jungle george george of the jungle you know that book that cartoon you know that spider monkeys do not have thumbs oh my gosh hi well, how'd he get in the center council then? How's how he going to hitchhike anywhere? Yeah. I mean, that's so lonely. So they their hand, they have their little hands are cupped. They're kind of like curved. Oh, listen for to Hanging in trees. They're, they're little hands. They're little teeny hands. They're little meaty. Just to hold your hand on the side. Flavored hands. So <laughs> I, you know when I went to Africa and shot my baboon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did I had it. Get, did you get that mounted? Did you decide to? So I have the. Put it I got bathroom? a rug. A rug out of the <laughs> yeah. monkey, and it's weird <laughs> because it's got four hands on it. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's just like splat and just, huh? Uh, where'd you put it? In the bathroom or uh, walking into your bedroom? Where? Hanging on the wall? Would you? I haven't. I, I have him in my office right now. You can come shake hands with him in my office. It's kind of like the thing. You come in to see me, you shake hands with my monkey. Oh, gosh. Animal in the attic. So right now is when a lot of uh, animals have made their nest in the winter, and now they're having babies in your attics and in crawl spaces. And I was kind of looking into some of that because I hear a lot of that. I've had that problem at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, squirrels mostly mm-hmm. um, but one of the things that they say don't do is don't live trap the big one the parents the moms was that because then you have babies that starve and die in your attic oh yeah and so they're saying they're saying that let them come and go but you need to wait it out now until the mom takes them out and then plug it. Figure out where they came in and plug it up. And I was thinking right now is when you when you find a lot of baby animals, you see mm-hmm. like a baby deer in your yard or not in your attic, but not well no. that'd be tough. But the deal is really leave them alone. Yeah, leave them alone. But if you got squirrels in your attic 
You need to. You should have killed eradicate. him a long time ago. Well, but you don't do it now. So you know, when we first moved into our house, there was a uh, spider monkeys. My, no, my wife heard mice up in the attic above our bedroom on the second floor, and so I uh, I put my daughter's cat in the in the attic for three days. I just opened it? up the little the little opening and went. I said, hey, if he... No food, no water, no, no nothing. Got plenty. Your job is to go get him. So, uh, so Nicole, my daughter-in-law, lives in the country. She's had a mouse living in her suburban. Oh, no. And so the, her and my granddaughter, the whole big thing is like, you know, it'll run across while they're driving down the road or something, you know. In the car. They leave this huge mess, yeah. And Because okay. there's always, you know, a Cheerio on the floor somewhere. Right, and they're nesting it. now, right? And yeah. so uh, so she's had all these sticky traps out all over her little her blazer or whatever it is. And so Yukon. yesterday they she buckles up my granddaughter, Sailor, and she gets in and they're fixing to drive off. And Sailor goes, hey, we caught. It's a mouse. <laughs> She's like two and a half years old. We got him. Oh, it's like, my gosh. Okay, now what? Farm living. Hey, McBride's guns. Oh, no. I want to tell you about Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Oh, man. If oh. you watch their Facebook post, it is really hard. Not to go there? Yeah. Well, they, of the they're really good. Shore Raw Bar and Grill, hottest new restaurant in Austin, serving regional coastal cuisine from flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Their oyster selection is like no other place. They fly them in fresh every week, handpick them every week, handpick the fish every week and the meat every week. You won't believe this place. They have a beautiful patio. No better time of the year to sit out on that patio and enjoy a nice dinner, killer brunch. Go see our friends over at Raw, Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Owners Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wine Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Barn Grill, shoreatx.com, shoreatx.com, Shore Raw Barn Grill, go get you some. All right, so when we come back on the flip side, we've got, what are we doing next? We're doing game warden field notes. So, bring it on back, come back, and listen to TJ and Beefsteak talk about game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So, uh, Game Warden Field Notes, we got lots of stories around the country. We share with you guys every week that, um, you know, we talk about stuff that happens in the national parks and uh along the national seashore and then a lot of uh texas parks and wildlife game warden field notes stuff that happens in the state of texas here in the lone star state um they do a good job of making that information those notes available right available to us and uh but one of the things that came out this week and i think it's something that we need to be responsible for it i do some rabbit hunting 
and um it's fun and i kids too man it's great but there's some things out there that i didn't know about uh text parks and wildlife department received test results confirming that rabid rabbit hemorrhagic 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 disease virus rhdv2 was diagnosed in a wild blacktail jackrabbit in cottle county this marks the first confirmed case of rd rhdv2 in wild rabbit in texas in 2021 and follows the discovery of the disease in domestic rabbits in tom green county which was announced in a recent texas animal health commission T-A-H-C news release. This is also the first discovery of the disease in a domestic rabbit of 2021. So it's highly contagious among rabbits. I wonder what it does for us. I mean, if you eat it. Well, it doesn't. The report didn't say. But it talked about. It talked about sudden death and it, it. in some ways, it was kind of like, so if you see a wild rabbit acting this way, you know, it's kind of like like uh, when they're wasting fighting. disease for oh, deer yeah. or uh-huh. something. When you see an animal that starts acting strange or like ma- when an animal gets uh, um, yeah. uh, rabies. Right. You know, and they start getting aggressive and coming around. that look in and, their eye, right? Right, ah. right. And so uh, this is something that – and I – I'd never heard. I, I knew about bot flies. Uh huh. You under, know those nasty little things that get under the skin on rabbits. So do you just cut them out and eat? They around come out them? by yourself themselves. When the rabbit dies, they come out. I did. They are nasty, dude. But that's after a while, right? I mean, they got to lay there for a little bit. Yeah. You throw them in the back of the of remember. the ranger and of your mule and just let them come out. Wait. So people people freak out about eating rabbit during during the summer, like months that start with a J or something, something like that. that a yeah. J and A, yeah, I think that's what it is. But you've done it before, right? Sure. I mean, they come out. Why not? They're just they're just bob flies. Aren't something that are going to get. I mean, they could get on a person. They can get in you. I've had ringworm before. I just want to say that that that, ex- <laughs> that explains a bunch and pink eye. But so these the they're saying it's highly contagious and to be careful if you're a rabbit hunter and uh and domestic rabbit uh owners and uh, rabbits are a big thing for FFA and 4H and right now there's a lot of FFA and 4H shows going on. Probably should have got Miss Taylor to call in and tell us what they do about rabbits in the ffa and 4-h uh you mean disease wise yeah well i mean they watch them real close but you get one and because this is so um so deadly it spreads so easily between rabbits they're just saying man you got to be really careful it's a viral thing they can just sneeze on today little masks that's the answer. So, <laughs> and I know that there's, I know that um, when we, when we hunt during certain times of the year, you want to be careful. Um, but I haven't ever had, and I don't know, I'm sure there's reasons, um, 
you know, they tell you to wear gloves when you're skinning a deer, or skinning a hog, mm-hmm. and because of different things that can you can get until they're cooked, right? Right. I until, mean, after it, they're cooked, it doesn't matter anymore. But. Right. But you wonder about that stuff. Kind of, you almost have to compartmentalize that stuff to You're, keep it from. I mean, even with fish. Even fish, you know, they talk about certain fish having worms in them or... Or mercury, I mean, I guess, you know, on the big, big fish, but... So I was telling them yesterday we were seeing, we were just talking about weird things like this, uh, those uh, fly, those little worms that were coming down, those moth worms that were dive bombing everywhere. They're all over everywhere everywhere right now. I told them about that master, that mystery theater, the Rod Sterling, you know, that... Do you remember that that show uh, on TV that there was one about an earwig and this earwig it was a uh, it was a big worm or a little worm that went in some guy's ear and the whole show was about him this earwig going through and eating through his brain and wanting to come out through the other ear and the whole thing was like ah oh, you know we show him in bed and the tor- you know the torturous times that he had and all that and it finally came out and the doctor was in and said oh the good news is man that finally earwig came out on the other side bad he news goes, is it laid eggs in your ba- brain bad will how would you know this I just the bad news it. it was a it was a female <laughs> and the kids were like oh my gosh there's all these little worms falling down from the trees so i got to have fun with that yesterday so that uh <laughs> you tell stories to kids like that all the time i've never get... once scared a child oh like that. right you have totally scarred those children <laughs> oh that's so but you fun. know you, you go online you can see those things where people come back from africa and they got like people looking at them and all of a sudden a worm crawls across the front of their eyeball or something. <laughs> See, or, but, or, you know, you can, uh, you can get ringworm and stuff like that. I know people get I can't, ringworm I and, and you get, and it didn't affect me. Look at me. I'm perfect. Worms in your stomach. I had worms too there. Yeah. I had a uh, no. tapeworm. Yeah. You want to talk about things that happen to people. You're talking to the right guy. Like a 40-foot-long tapeworm? It wasn't 40. It was about 9 foot. No, oh, God. <laughs> you should have seen the doctor. Road rash. I when need we, some help over when here. When we pulled that out. It's like, that's weird. Why does it keep coming? Oh, uh, stop. <laughs> you don't, Just I, stop. Hey, so, you want it to be uh, raw, raw you know, and real. I love the new <laughs> Smith & Wesson oh, here uh, we go. M&P Shield Plus. Have you seen it? Absolutely. I mean, I told you, I think, every time we talk about this. No, we talked about, we were talking about the, uh, what was it? The, um, no, the Smith and Wesson. No, oh, it no. Uh, yeah, now I can't remember. The one James Bond used, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, gosh, what is that S- one? Not SIG. SIG, by the way, is now taking over all defense contracts. You know, they're just Killing hammering it. it, doing great. Well, that's good. I, I can't believe you, you changed gotta love the a subject. But I can't no, believe I you changed that, the I subject. I love that. Yes, we're going to switch from your nine-foot tapeworm <laughs> to the M&P Shield Plus. What we're going to switch to is farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. Just replace the front gates. Cody and I both replaced our front gates 
with uh, Prefert Gates, big difference having the right best built equipment from handling equipment ranching equipment to fencing feeders and rodeo arenas we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today our suppliers come from the best manufacturers pre are are the best manufacturers prefer powder river ww manufacturing all the trusted names in the industry. FarmRanchStore.com. FarmRanchStore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right. Hey, when we come back on the flip side, we got Game Warden Field. No, we got uh, Armed no. Citizen Report. We got the Peter Report. It's all going to start a fresh hour. More. Coming up next, it's the Outdoor Zone. Texas number one. America's number one. America. Outdoor podcast. The universe's number one. Outdoor podcast. Coming to you live from the bunkhouse. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> 